and the most important nights within the year, we gather in large numbers and we tend to collectively place the Quran above our heads while we face the Qibla and we plead to the Almighty Allah and we beg the Almighty Allah and we supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to destine for us the best of fates, fates while we place the Quran above our heads and we do this for our entire life 20 years, 30 years, 40 years but we rarely pause we rarely stop and ask why is it that on the 19th on the 21st, on the 23rd of the month of Ramadan we choose to place the Quran above our heads while we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while we plead to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala why is it that for example when we recite Dua Kumail Dua As-Sabah why is it that for example when we recite Dua An-Nudbah or every single Dua after the Salah we don't place the Quran above our heads why specifically in Layal Al-Qadr one of it one of the reasons has to do with the dissension of the Quran in Laylat Al-Qadr the effect of the Quran brothers and sisters shouldn't be that I only stand on Salat Al-Layl or I only pray Salat Al-Subh 50 times for example I sit in the tasbih all day and all night. No. That all should break me this person. Generosity, compassion, forgiveness, tolerance. If you look at the Quran and you summarize the Quran in one word, it is what? Akhlaq. Akhlaq. Morality, ethics, equality, justice. Compassion. And this month of Ramadan when I place the Quran above my head but I've severed my ties with my family. But I engage in backbiting and I engage in ghiba and namima and lies and accusations. What good is that? Or I am stingy and meisner. I am infatuated with hubbu dunya. I want all the good for myself only. Nobody else. I don't just not share. I hate to see others successful. This is the problem. Some people they have, they don't share. Some people they have, they don't share. And if God forbid, somebody is a little successful. Somebody is a little happy, he's a little comfortable. They, they cannot tolerate this. Don't take the Quran lightly. Brothers, please. Sisters, whoever is here and listening to me, the Quran has to become your best friend and you will feel its weakness in your life. We go to chapter 6, Surah Al-An'am. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam said, نَزَلَتْ فِي جُمْلَةٍ وَاحِدَةٍ وَشَيَّعَهَا سَبْعُونَ أَلْفْ مَلَكٍ كُلُّهُمْ يُسَبِّحُونَ وَيُحَلِّلُونَ وَيُكَبِّرُونَ It all came down, 126 verses in one go. In the city of Medina. 18 chapters prior to the completion of the Qur'an. 18 chapters prior to the completion of the Qur'an. So in Medina, towards the end of the life of Rasulullah. Surah Al-An'am was revealed. 70,000 angels descended, all praising and supplicating and glorifying Allah. So Rasulullah asks Jibra'il, how come that this surah is coming with 70,000 angels? Jibra'il says, Ya Rasulullah, those 70,000 angels, 
they will stay. They will not, dis they will not elevate back to heavens. They stay here. Why? What is their job? Every time someone recites Surah Al-An'am, they will do istighfar, tasbih and tahleel for him. Within Surah Al-An'am, there are many mesmerizing ayat. But I've chosen an ayah that speaks to the spirit of the month of Ramadan and specifically Layali Al-Qadr. And inshallah, you shall come to know why. This is the 92nd or 96th ayah from Surah Al-An'am. One of the most beautiful and mesmerizing ayat within the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَقَدْ جِئْتُمُونَ فُرَادَ كَمَا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ أَوَّلَ مَرَّةً وَتَرَكْتُمْ مَا خَوَّلْنَاكُمْ وَرَاءَ ظُهُورِكُمْ And you have returned to us like the day that you were born. And you have left that which we gave you authority over. Just those two sentences, I believe, are the most beautiful sentences, amongst the most beautiful sentences within the entire Qur'an. First of all, Allah speaks of an event that occurs many years from now. Because Allah is speaking to Muslims 1400 years ago, telling them that you have returned to us. The Qur'an speaks to me and you, and He says, and you have returned to us. This return is when? This return is the Day of Judgment. Now we're still alive. We're still breathing. We're still living. We have not returned to Allah. You have come back to us. Allah, brothers and sisters, wants me and you to understand that His promises are eminent. There are no buts and ifs about the promises of Allah. You've all traveled. You've all traveled and you've ridden in airplanes. When you go to the airport, they tell you that you are boarding in zone number four. Somebody else is boarding in zone number one. Somebody else is boarding in zone number two. But you're all going to board ultimately. Believe me, it is just that. Right now your seat is chosen. Whether you chose your seat or you didn't, Allah knows your seat. Where and when you will be buried. This is the Quran, not me. You, we do not know where we die, and when we die, and where we will, be, we, we will be buried, but Allah knows. And that is part of the faith that is written in those nights, Layali al-Qadr. Increase in life, decrease in life, change in the place that he will be buried, how he dies, all those things will be updated on a night like those nights, huh? So the seat is there, it is chosen. The flight, everybody, but it is the boarding time. Now whether you have your carry-on with you, whether you have checked luggage, whether you're sending something for your akhirah, the flight is going to take off. It's not going to wait for you. Suddenly when you're about to board, no, 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 please, let me go back to my home so I can gather some luggage. Brothers, the, the flight is ready. When we're all going to depart, this earth that you walk on, this earth that you walk on, every day Hadith Al-Qudsi says, Yabna Adam, Yabna Adam, إِنَّ الْأَرْضَ تُخَاطِبُكَ فِي كُلِّ يَوْمٍ وَتَقُولُ لَكَ الْيَوْمِ تَمْشِي عَلَى بَطْنِي Today you walk on my stomach, on, on my stomach, uh, on, you walk on my surface. But tomorrow you will be buried within me. Take care of me. Beautify me. Decorate me. You will be buried within me. Do not walk onto me with arrogance as if you own this earth. Allah, the head is up and he's walking like this. Who are you? What have you accomplished? 
If you want to know a true mu'min, a true believer, a person who his limbs are affected by taqwa and iman, they walk with humility on the face of this earth. They're humble. Because every time they look at their amal, they say, we have to increase in our amal. They look at their knowledge, we have to say, I have to increase in my knowledge. You've left what you, what was given to you, and now you've come to us. One day, brothers, they will come to us and they will lay us on that mukhtasal. They take off the glasses, they take out your car keys. And in that moment, in that moment, people will say, Mama, what inheritance? How much did he leave for his kids, for his wife? And we've worked all our life accumulating for other people. We go to Allah empty-handed while leaving all this wealth for others. And the malaika say, Mada qaddam? What did he send to this home? In this life, we want, to know, we want to be in the best neighborhoods, have the best neighbors, have the best school system, on the best roads, on the pe best postal code. Huh? We, we care about all of that because that's our prestige. You come to my home, it's on this specific street. Everybody says, well, this is the best street in London. But on the Akhara, we don't care. Where's the neighborhood? Do we have even a place? We don't have a place. Where's the Qabr? What's in the Qabr? The Malaika say, Where's his neighborhood in this dunya? Where have we allocated for him? What, what furniture does he have? How comfortable will he be? They lay us on that muhtasal. They strip us away from everything. We're left with nothing. Brothers, think of this day. This is a reminder in Laylatul Qadr. Don't go to Allah empty-handed. Abu Hamza Thamali changes our nights in Layal al-Qadr. Mali la abki. Why shouldn't I cry? Mali la abki. Abki li khuruji min qabri. I cry for the moment that I have to come out of my grave. Uryanan anzuru yameen ila yameeni wa ila shamali idil khala'aqu fi sha'an ghair sha'ni. I'm there empty-handed. What should I do? Oh Allah, I plead to you. I beg you. In another segment, he says, I cry for the moment that they lay me on my mukhtasal and my family and my friends to aidi ahabbati. My family and my friends cry for me, but I shall cry for myself. Brothers, those are the nights where we connect with Allah through this dua.